Hello and welcome to the Atomic Geekdom Podcast. This is the Geek Out edition in which we have fun and talk about geek news and yay. Makes sense my insight. Joining me, my, my name is Dave. Um, Ooh. My name is Dave and let me just put it out there. I love everyone. Joining me tonight on this awesome episode of the Geek Out is Jenny. What's up, pals? Oh, oh I like that. That was subtle little tease as to who might else be here but also tom <laughs> hey kids BFF. and he's not only pal number one on a, on a podcast he's pal number one in our hearts johnny Ooh. from the just two pals podcast hi well that i, I, I went deep there johnny you have no reaction know, right you have no reaction to that oh nope. That, nope. that was the very special high that i do just for oh you, oh i didn't know that I'll have to, yeah. number, one, number one in your programs, number one in your hearts. That's right. Yeah, like Tom said. <laughs> right. In that voice. In that <laughs> Using that, the, that mannerism in that tone. That was exactly how you meant it. I know. All right. Uh, let's not waste any time because I got a cool question I want to ask everybody, and I think it's going to go in pretty deep territory. So we're going to run through these rather quickly since there wasn't a whole lot of news. Uh, new trailers dropped for Supergirl, including Superman. Uh, new trailer for Arrow, which showed a lot more action. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, that's all I got to say, really, about Arrow yeah. right now. <laughs> Super- in support. Supergirl looks pretty cool. Uh, I'm into it. Let's see Superman in action. Uh, I haven't minded everything I've seen of the pictures of him so far. So uh, I know he I know. looks better on in motion. Yeah, like the pictures of him, I think he looks like a weirdo. The, but... still, the stills make him look kind of goofy, and I think it's the hair um, in the stills. He looks, he looks very of steel. Okay, whatever that means. Yeah, he's <laughs> a man of steel, so he's very steelish. Oh, sure, I guess. Um, his hair doesn't move. Well, yeah, there you go. Is he? Also, God knows what I'm talking about. Also, this week we got the first episode of Gotham, um, and that happened. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> What is wrong with this show? Uh, Poison Ivy, they showed why they recast her as an older person. Um, She hasn't aired yet. She hasn't made her debut, but uh, there is one of the people that their ability is they age you. And he briefly touched little girl Poison Ivy. So there it is. That's that's why she's older now. None of it still explains why they're all so much older than Bruce, when in reality they're all supposed to be pretty close to the same age as Batman. Um, when they're fighting them, this show doesn't care anymore. No, but <laughs> they don't get, care. Getting to see Bounty Hunter Gordon was pretty cool. That was kind of fun. Anyway, so that's happening on Gotham. I hope if you're watching it still, I hope you're enjoying it. I enjoyed it up until the second half of last season, and then I'm kind of off, off of it. But also, what debuted this week was Agents of Shield had its first yeah. episode, including the Ghost Rider or the Ghost Driver, however you want to look at that. Uh, it wasn't bad. It wasn't terrible. It, it, uh, they're throwing a lot at you right away. There's lots of storylines oh, that, yeah. that they're trying to get in there. Did you watch it, Johnny? Uh, no, I haven't seen it. Oh, did you watch it, Tom? I did. Yeah. I yeah. liked it. Yeah. Uh, you got to see a side of, of Simmons we haven't seen yet where she just straight up tells, uh, I think, May what to do and uh, mm-hmm. gets all up in her face. And it just made her even more attractive than she already was to me. Oh, yeah. She's got the right. the authoritative thing going on. Yeah, Gemma. Bring it. Yeah. And we got to see Ada in action, the the first AI uh, 
person in the MCU aside from Ultron, and they give it Ultron mention. It's pretty great. Yeah. So she's um an LMD, right? Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. And it, it gets well, very. Good. Uh, it go gets very ex machina in that first time they see her, and I think Jenny would yeah, appreciate that. I got that. I got that feel too. Um, Is there any good Fitz stuff? He's the one that he gets. Was, he was there, yeah, he was he meets, there with it. Ada, Ada walks out naked when he's getting ready to watch uh, a football match. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Uh, yeah, I think you were more excited than Fitz. But Fitz, Fitz tries to cover his eyes, but he actually peeks a little bit, like through his fingers. It's pretty funny. It's a little funny moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what classic, classic white male, right? Classic Fitz. Classic. Yes. All right. <laughs> All right. I, uh, I'm, I'm intrigued to know because they're they're not revealing who the director is. So I think that's going to be a little thing that goes forward. Uh, it's the next episode. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they're still going to sh- reveal who it is. No, it no, is. it's the it, next. It's the title of the next episode, and they show the picture oh. in the promo. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, he's really? in it. He's, oh, he's like, to, yeah, they're not going to front center he, in the next episode. He's been cast. Everybody's known about it for a while, so they weren't going to. There was no reason to keep it a secret. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I must miss that. But the executive producers are teasing that Punisher may show up at some point this season. Crickets. I would actually. Why not? Pun- Punisher makes more sense than Ghost Rider <laughs> to be on the show. I don't know. Are they getting John Bernthal? Yeah. I, okay. Yeah, no, they're not going to. He, oh, he's they're MCU. Gonna into, they're going to play off the. They wouldn't recast Punisher. Oh, this that'd is, be awesome. Agents of Shield is MCU guys, right? It's all one universe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, but it's like low budgeted MCU. But Sam Jackson's been on Agents of Shield. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that. I guess that's true. So then the question is, to what capacity is the Punisher? Right, is he right. like going to have a storyline like Ghost Rider? Or is he going to be a cameo? Right, right. Because they've had one episode. Uh, like one-off episodes with uh, Jamie Alexander's character from Thor. I forgot her name. Sif. Lady, Lady Sif. Sif. She's been in one episode and, you know, stuff like she that. She was actually a two. Two, she right. She came back. Yeah. yeah, she came yeah. back. Um, yeah. I, I really didn't mind the Ghost Rider part. I I thought he... I think it's intriguing to find out how it's going to play out. Well, it's very but clear. Did, it's very clear it's a short arc. It's going to be maybe half the season. I love the uh, the line when he had when he was fighting uh, her when he said, uh, "Oh, so you've got the devil in you too." I thought that was pretty cool. That was after she showed him he had she had powers. Yes. Um, it's, I don't know. We'll see where it goes, but it doesn't feel like he's a main. He's clearly not going to be a mainstay on this show. So the yeah, arc, I don't think he will be. arc is maybe like a half season thing that like wrap up before the mid season break or something like that. Yeah. Is my guess. But next week, guys, next week, a week from tonight at the midnight. Uh, Pacific Time. Luke Cage is on Netflix. Yes! It happens. It's going to be there. And I'm looking forward to in like four hours is a cool documentary that's going to be on Netflix, but that's just me. Um, That's later today. I might watch it at work tomorrow. Awesome. Anyway, Luke Cage, man. Luke Cage. I thought there'd be a lot more excitement when I said that, but just Johnny was into it. <laughs> it was interesting. Uh, a, guy, a, super, a, guy, super a guy I work with, uh, we were talking to... Uh, He's an older black guy, and he was. I brought up about these things because he doesn't have Netflix, and I was telling him about the shows, you know, Daredevil, and then I said, you know, second season Daredevil. Now Jessica Jones, and I said, uh, Luke Cage is coming out. He goes, Oh, <clears throat> well, what about Iron Fist? And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> this guy knows what he's talking about. 
It's always fun like, okay. when you find the geek. It's I said, it's coming later. He's like, oh, man, I'm going to have to sign up for that. I like it. It's always I fun when you find a geek in the wild. Yeah, I mean, it was it was like, the minute he said it, I was like, oh, you know, you know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, you know, though I'm, I'm the obviously not the geek of the group because I know nothing of the show and I don't really have any desire to see it. Wired Magazine, I take that back. Wired Magazine did an awesome article about the show, which it looks like it's going to be awesome. It's going to be cool, but it's without being a part of that like comic book world, I'm not pulled in and there's just too much TV to watch. So I don't know if I'll watch it or not. So you guys have to really sell me on it. It's like you've watched Daredevil, right? Yeah, I'm... yeah, and I I like Daredevil, but I knew a little bit of Daredevil before going in because I knew a lot about the Punisher, and I you knew watch... that whole like kind of like that universe. But then, like the Jessica Jones and stuff, it starts getting too broken out for me. So I still haven't watched Jessica Jones. Like I'm... I don't think you need to know anything; just know that it's in that same world as Daredevil. It's in that same world as Punisher. I know, but it... But it's one of those that, like, I'm not excited about it. Like, it's, it's just it, another, it's, I think it's, it's oversaturated. Okay, and I know that sounds bad, and I know I sound like Debbie Downer grumpy, but there's nothing pulling me towards it other okay, than it's you. probably going to be great. And I'm not going to say it's not going to be great. It's just, I, I, yeah. Jenny, I love you to death, but don't ever say it was oversaturated. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have still yet to watch Jessica Jones or the second season of Daredevil. I've just been caught up with a lot of other stuff, but don't ever say it was oversaturated because that's that can never happen. <laughs> He's caught All up right, with going on enough. cruises and yeah, I've been a little busy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I and people love it, so I mean more power to them. So I feel a little out of the loop on this because I don't know anything about the Cage storyline at all. You don't have to, though. And I, 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 I yeah, know. that's uh, you get to hear about it. You get to well, learn then, about it in the show. I knew it was about a blind guy that fights bad guys. Like, uh, so I knew what I was going into. I don't know if Cage is a lawyer and it's going to be a court drama. Well, that's okay. He's not. <laughs> he was. He was a bartender. Is when we meet him at Jessica Jones. He's a bartender, and basically all we know about him from Jessica Jones is he has indestructible skin. That's it. And super strength. And super strength. Yep. That's all. That's all yep. you need to know. And Jenny, just to show how far behind I am, I have only watched about the half of the first episode of The Strain this season. I feel bad. I haven't watched any of them, and I don't feel bad. I'm done. With <laughs> <laughs> I I'm on, okay. So that's a good one to talk about, not to get off subject. Way off subject. <laughs> I love The Strain books. They are nowhere near the books anymore. The storyline this season has completely went off the rails. It's its own story now, which. May work out to be good, except right now I'm kind of on the fence of like, it, it, I don't know. It, the book was so great, and I kind of I'm tainted because I know what happens in the book, and now I'm watching it going, well, this is a stupid direction, which is horrible because I love it, and I and I I love that Quinlan's getting more screen time, and they're doing him some justice. So I'm on the fence with the season of the strain. I left last season really upset, like I'm like. What the heck are they doing? I was too. They introduced Quinlan, and I was like, "Dude, this is this is the kick-ass character that we needed to see." And, and then they barely show him. Yeah, you did not see the kick-ass character that we needed to see. I was like, "Well, this is the guy." Yeah. Well, you season three, you get a lot more of him, but 
there's it's a trilogy so there's steps that you're trying to get to this end and the ending is really epic and it's it's a good storyline because of the ending and how they get to the ending and that ending no longer applies with the direction i mean you could probably twist it to say it applies but there's not much that's still holding true to the books. Like The Walking Dead does good because even though they change things, you still end up where you need to be. And I don't know if they'll end up where they need to be anymore, which might be a good thing. I might be well, pleasantly surprised, but well, there's a lot sometimes of it works out and sometimes it doesn't. Like, yeah, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people complain. The you take. It's yeah. not. A, it's not an adaptation. It's an interpretation. So it does not have to be exactly. As long, well, as, as long as it's, I, I agree with you, as long as it's somewhere along the same course. Right. With regards to Luke Cage, though, I'm super pumped. All these Netflix shows have been great. Well, yeah, I guess all all, all three seasons they've come out with, the, the two of Daredevil and, and then the one of Jessica Jones, I've really enjoyed all three of them. Um, and I really like the character of Luke Cage from the comics. I really liked Mike Coulter from, uh, you know, when he was in Jessica Jones. Um, I, I'm glad that they're that they're focusing on this kind of smaller group of uh, Marvel Comics characters instead of, like, you know, always going for the A-listers. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I, yeah. I'm more... This is the one I'm most excited for. Like, Daredevil was great, but when I heard that they had Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist planned, this was the... Like, Luke Cage was the one I was most excited for. I was so nervous with The Punisher, too, though, because the movies are entertaining, but... In my opinion, they've always fell a little short, and they pulled off the Punisher so well in that second season. Hey, and Tom Jane, the Tom Jane one is I I defy is is holds up. I like that movie. That's I the love, newer uh, one, right? Yeah, nope, that's Tom, the first. That's the one after Dolph Lundgren, but still the first one, yeah. like the first real yeah, that, Marvel that one. Was, that was the one oh, okay. with John Travolta. I actually like the um, Ray. Is it Ray Stevenson? Yeah, I like I liked his Punisher. Uh, more and I thought that that movie was more true to the comics than well, Thomas Jane's version. Not yeah. that Thomas Jane wasn't a good Punisher. No, just that again, Ray that was Stevenson. that was like an interpretation. Yeah, well, it, I guess I didn't word that right because I mean they are all really fun. Every Punisher, except for the Dolph Lundgren one. I, I had fun with the Dolph Lundgren <laughs> one, but I also really liked the He-Man movie with Dolph Lundgren. So that says something. But they were good. So but you, you love, know when you you love Dolph, love Dolph Lundgren is that what I, you're saying? How can you not love Dolph Lundgren? Hello, Tom. But what I, where I'm going at this is that it, it they're entertaining, but they don't pull me back of like, I have to own that on DVD. I want to watch that again. And the way they pulled off Daredevil in the Netflix, uh, or pulled off Punisher in the Netflix Daredevil was so great and so layered and so awesome that I want more. I was good at the beginning and the end of all the Punisher movies, right? It ended. It's good. Awesome. Thumbs up. I moved on. I haven't moved on from the Daredevil Punisher yet. So I'm super excited that they're doing they're doing a series. And one day I might watch watch Luke Cage, but I honestly have to struggle going, what was his name again? It's something Cage. Something Cage. <laughs> Which isn't a good selling point for me, so I'm sorry. All right, so the rest of us sane, normal people are excited for Luke Cage. Uh, yeah, very. <laughs> I, I'm still going to, like I said, I'll have to catch up real quick. So. And part of that is because it's the continuation of the MCU, which is always exciting. 
Uh, so yeah. it's it's more stuff in that universe that we'll either either be pulling from or adding to, which is which is exciting for anybody who's a fan of the MCU right now. So uh, yeah, so next week, September thirtieth, is when all the episodes drop, and I am sure I will spend all my time watching every episode and getting a review on the website for that that during the oh, weekend. Oh hell yeah! During that weekend, binge so, that shit. Um, and continuing with TV, am- we might as well just get in dive into the fall season premiere uh, preview thingy. Uh, we'll do it briefly. These are just the ones that I think our fans, or our fans, our listeners, and ourselves are excited for. Um, so I'll just go day by day. So Sunday, um, actually this Sunday, Once Upon a Time returns, and Quantico, for those that watch it, I finished first season of Quantico, and it sucked. Oh. Never good when the first person you think is the actual bad guy ends up being the actual bad guy, and it's 22 episodes long. So um, that's never fun. Um, Monday. That girl, that girl's pretty hot though. Yeah, that didn't, wasn't, wasn't good enough (laughs) to make that show good enough. Uh, and I didn't realize that, uh, at FBI training school, there was so much romance, sex and, 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 yeah, I I was, I watched the first episode. I'm like, damn dude, I want to join the FBI. Yeah. They got lots of time for hooking up apparently. Yeah. Uh, which I doubt, but, um, Monday we have the new Chad Rook show. Timeless starts up on October 3rd. Uh, Supergirl starts back up on October 10th and 24 legacy will be starting up in the winter this year. Uh, so that's the new 24 show without Kiefer Sutherland. He's still an executive producer without Kiefer Sutherland on the show. On he the is an executive. No, Cause now he's the designated survivor. He's yes, not, he is. He, what a stupid name. Good Dave. luck 24. What a stupid Dave, name. Calm down. <laughs> it's a stupid <laughs> name. Yes. 24 legacy without Jack Bauer. Happy now. Oh, that's the true statement. You had to keep. Know, you had to keep. Are, are, you had to keep so, picking. So I guess the question is. I guess the question is. Are you bent out of shape that they don't have any of the original actors? No, from, no, like, I'm not. I'm, weapon. I'm actually not bent out of shape at all. I'm actually looking forward to Twenty Four Legacy. But I was trying to make the oh, point well, across that. Oh, is this a bit? I was trying to make the point across that Jack Bauer is not on the show, <laughs> but Tom so just kept brilliant. pulling at the wrong string. <laughs> so, oh, Tom. Twenty Four no, Legacy I was making a point. 24 Legacy is the new show without Jack Bauer, yeah. is what I was trying to say. Okay. Is all I all was right, trying well, to say. Is Jack Bauer in it? No. No. Oh. Okay, Tuesdays. Uh, <laughs> the, the Flash returns. I have no idea what just happened. The Flash returns October 4th, which Johnny's probably a little bit excited for. Or, or not. Or not. Um no, of course I am. The Flash is amazing. Uh, the prison, Flash is so great. Prison it'll Bake. Be like Johnny, it'll be like Johnny gets a new kitty. Yeah, the Flash is back without Barry Allen. N- well, right? right no. Right, right, Dave? Nope, he's still there. Dave did, you, Dave, did you hear what I said? Um. Also on Tuesdays coming this, no. this spring <laughs> is Prison Break is returning Um. this spring. You were, you were a huge fan of that, right? Uh, The first couple seasons, yeah. Nice. Yeah, Prison Break was cool. And um, it'll be interesting to see how they do that, because one of those characters, uh, spoiler alert if you haven't watched Prison Break, one of those main characters dies. So uh, how they bring him back will be interesting to see. Uh, when In, in uh, Dreams. That could be. Flashback. Memories. Yeah. Because they actually finished the series and then went back and did like a, a TV movie special. And then at the end of the series, he had died. And so they had to go back and show like uh, what happened in between this, this, the events that were in the finale, it was weird. 
Uh, I remember being thoroughly confused about what was happening, but it made sense after you watched the, the TV special. Maybe the Time Masters show up and they go back in time. And, oh, and, and, and save yeah. Captain Cold and Heatwave. Yeah. yeah. Or they like bang each other's moms or something and make, <laughs> you know, they find out, oh, you're my dad. Right, what? right, right. Now, they, now, they all get in the now, DeLorean. Yeah, and they go back to prison. There's a there's a comedian that talks about Back to the Future, and he's like, the end of Back to the Future 1, oh, I think it was, uh, it's Chris Hardwick. It's like, the end of Back to the Future 1 doesn't make any sense to me. When Doc comes back and says, we gotta go to the future, we gotta hurry, we gotta save your children. And he's like, why do we have to hurry? We have a time machine. We could take our time. You just totally cock-block me. This could wait. And which, <laughs> maybe, maybe he was being chased by the time rates. Maybe. All right. No, I guess that Marty, was, that was never funnier. Got laid. That was Marty funnier never to me. Got laid. Clearly, he did. He had two kids. Well, I mean, in the movie, did did you see it? Nope. N- no, and I don't want to see it. What are you doing? You guys lost me. <laughs> uh, Wednesday's Lethal Weapon debuted yesterday, so that's already I'm out gonna there. Say, I, I'm going to say I watched it, and I didn't hate it. I liked the interaction with the, the main actors. I'm going to keep following this one. I, 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 It didn't suck. It's on my didn't suck category. Yeah, I I'm, love your didn't wait. suck or totally suck category. Does it have a hot chick in it for you? Uh, I actually like Mrs. Murtaugh, just to be honest with you. Well, she's awesome. Yeah, she's pretty hot. It's got Jordana Brewster, too. She's the... No, of course. I mean, that's yeah. a, that's so, a no-brainer with Jordana Brewster. I'm going to say Mrs. Murtaugh. That's okay. My, that's she my, she that was she's spectacular Google looking. You just like that scene of her laying in the bed at the end, right? Oops. There was a scene of her in the bed. Oh. <laughs> you, don't, you got Johnny's attention. She's not green, Johnny. Did you not watch it, Johnny? What's... Like it's surprisingly a really good show. It was just no, on no, yesterday. No, I did not watch. It. I didn't watch it no, yet I either. Really, really did like yeah. the guy playing Mark Fix. I I liked the guy. I, I, their interaction was good for me. So I'm I'm gonna keep watching. All right. Thank you, Tom. I'm going to keep watching, too, because it was really fun. And you did the other two. Thank you for watching it. Are you going to thank me when I watch it? Yeah, I, I haven't. I ha- well, here's, here's why. I haven't watched it yet. Here's, here's why. I will be the first to admit that when they announced they were doing that show, I was just like, oh, my God, that sounds it's- that makes, that makes me the second to say that because it, those, it those are some of my favorite movies. I, I love them. I mean, I love well, them. And it doesn't, it didn't need to be done. It totally did not need to be done. So I had extremely low expectations for this. Very the much. cast is really good though. They, they picked a really good cast for it. So when I saw the, saw the pilot a couple weeks ago, I actually like, I sat there with a crowd of people seeing it for the first time going, this is actually really fun. Like it's, I, it's really intelligent. Like it's not, it's not far different from the movies, but it's, it's fresh. It's like, did, uh, did any of you watch, it, did, did any of you watch Fastlane when it was on Fox back? Like the same time Firefly was on. No. Okay. That was a great show with Bill Bellamy, uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen, and, I forget the guy's name. Kelly Kapowski. Yeah, but, yeah. right. Uh, but uh, I always forget his name, but he's playing Maxwell Lord on Supergirl right now. He was in the Twilight movies. Peter Facinelli. Uh He's a good actor. Uh, they were yeah, in it. They were in it. They played cops, all of them in like this undercover group. Um, anyway, what, what, what Lethal Weapon looks like now is what it looks like 
Fastlane would have grew into if it got to last up until this point. <laughs> like if these guys got I, to grow up uh, and no, be. I disagree. I disagree. You didn't see Fastlane, you said. So how would you know? <laughs> oh, geez. Why do you I, disagree, though, Tom? Because I think there's chemistry between these guys, and it it, it did enough for They're, the movies but... to keep the storyline going well. That it, I mean, it explained how Martin is Martin. And I guess a little bit, a little bit of a different take on Roger, but I'm good with it. So why do you disagree with me? That has nothing. That wasn't an argument at all towards disagreeing with me. Because Mrs. Murtaugh's hot. Hey, hey Johnny. Hey Johnny. Yes. My favorite, my favorite part about these like geek outs with Tom and Dave is like they will disagree and agree with each other, like without knowing what they're agreeing and disagreeing with each other. And then they get really mad at each other because they what? either disagree or yeah. agree with each other. Yeah. Yeah. They, they start awesome. fighting. They start fighting because they think that they're no. in a fight, but they're really not no. in a fight. <laughs> they're my favorites. No yeah. way. It's good. All right. Dave, also, also on Wednesdays, October 5th, Arrow returns. And the only one that's excited is Tom. Absolutely. Suck it. All right. <laughs> Moving on to Thursdays. That was aggressive. Do you think it will redeem itself? Because there's not too many people like in last season. He doesn't think it's ever been bad. (laughs) Tom's been on board all along. Kenny, I like what I like. And I'm sticking with it. It it, (laughs) Arrow Arrow is in its it didn't suck category. It's not. No, no, no. It's a good category. Not it didn't suck. It's okay, good. this last this last Holy season cow. Was Dave great. and Tom biting each other's heads off. There's a lot of tension in the room. Why don't we go ahead and clear that tension and we'll all open up fresh refreshing refreshment of a beverage. Mountain Dew Voltage, everybody. Try it and it's good for you and it's and it's healthy. And they drink it Mountain Dew. Please give me money to promote your product. It's healthy. He says it's healthy. As my buddy at the bar says, bottoms up. Yeah, straight out of Mountain <laughs> oh, Dew's. Tom's got, Tom's got a catchphrase now. <laughs> <laughs> do, it, do it again, Tom. Bottoms up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anytime, anytime you and I do a Mountain Dew Voltage commercial together. <laughs> I like how you never oh. fail, Johnny, at doing the Mountain Dew Voltage. That's your, your thing now. Oh, it's, yeah. I'm going to get money from Mountain Dew for sure. Or just free Mountain Dew. They'll send you or a free Mountain I'll take it. I spend money on Mountain Dew. It's too much. <laughs> it's way too much. It's, it's outside your budget, your soda budget. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they, right. They won't even send them a six-pack. They just send them a two-liter. One can. Here's one can. <laughs> one can. I'll take the one can. I'll treasure it. I'll never drink it. I d- I'm lying. I'll drink it. But they'll save the can. <laughs> You'll save the can. Yeah. yeah. Let your, let your kid, cost, let the kitties bat it around. Move, in a cost-cutting move, they're doing one liters now. That, how sad is that? Mm. Not sad at all. Mountain Dew is smart by doing that. Right, Johnny? Who's going to buy a one liter? Listen, really? Mountain Dew does everything the right way. <laughs> and if you want to do everything the right way, crack open a Mountain Dew Voltage and you'll, you'll things will turn better for you. Your wife will not, she won't leave you. She'll come back <laughs> and your kids will love you again. Oh, I love it. I love it. You want to be a drug, a drug pusher, man. If you ever need need somebody to sell some meth for you, let's hit up Johnny. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that I obviously want payment in advance, but. Oh, I did. I did hear one thing. Arrow news before we continue on to the schedule. Uh, Rob. I actually have a quick question about Lethal Weapon, if that's okay, okay, Dave. Please. Oh, I'm I'm answering for him. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) 
Um, do you, would the show be just as good if it wasn't based off of this previous material? Do you think it could have gotten away with Lethal Weapon, with it not being called Lethal Weapon and then not having the same names kind of thing? You know what I mean? If it was a completely... <laughs> If it wasn't associated with this history at all, could it have been just as good, or is it kind of relying on people's adoration of that it's series to promote it? It's, it's the same story as the first movie. It's okay. the same story. It's the same story, but it has a, a slight. There, there's. It's a slanted in certain ways. I mean, the the Riggs backstory is a little. The Riggs backstory is different. The Murtaugh story is a little different. I mean, yeah, it, it still it, works. It, they're different, but they're not like different universes. You know, it's like I don't want right. like spoilers for people who haven't seen the movie or haven't seen the show. But why Riggs is crazy? One thing yes. happened in the movie; a different thing happened in the show, but exactly. it's the same outcome. Because you don't, um, you don't even, you don't even know why why Riggs is messed up until *Lethal Weapon* two. Right, right. You, you finally well, they jump get, into you it. You finally get that story, but show. right here in the first, in you're right within the first ten ten minutes, really. Yeah. Okay. You find out why. So, so but but I, but I guess that's a lot of comparing it to the, what, to the yeah, source what, material. What so Johnny's asking is up. Johnny's asking would this would this idea this plot this storyline with these characters would not being named Riggs and Murtaugh and the show not being called Lethal Weapon? Do you think it would still be as entertaining? I think it would, but I think everybody would get really mad because they'd go, "Hey, haven't we seen this before? This is the same." <laughs> you could say that. You could say that, I mean, could say that with every. I know police. it's kind of hard to do, it's but that's really but close. that's one thing I look at. I, I look at it and go, "Well, you know, are are they are they hoping that the that the popularity of Lethal Weapon is going to carry right. the show?" Right. I don't. Through? I understand the John, question he's asking because it's the same question you ask with the Buffy the Vampire Slayer TV show. Because are they are they doing it because the movie was because it wasn't successful. But what like what are they doing here? And it was I guess to me that's really the first one to do it. Johnny, I'll, um, I will say so. What I, I will say that *Lethal Weapon* is very successful, okay. and this show is source material. Yeah. Is what I well, I think I think it will end up being. I think this first season is going to be a lot like the the movies yes. in general, but it's going to it's going to allow that original storyline that everybody loved to continue on to season to season with more I adventures. Would agree. I would but agree. the 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 thing though is, and like I don't know if I'm selling it right because it is a lot like the movies, but it's the only way I can explain it is it's fresh. There's the acting is really good. Like you, there are parts where that are so ridiculous, and don't get me wrong, it is ridiculous. There are scenes where you know Riggs is on top of a car and they're flying down the streets and they end up in the Long Beach Grand Prix, and he like. He's like flying, he's holding on, and then he just rolls off the car going really fast. Like it Yeah, you know, I, I can I can suspend my disbelief. I can I can totally suspend yeah. my disbelief for a show to, like, if it's worth it well, and it's, if it's quality. You gotta keep in mind it's a Mc, it's a McGee show. Let's keep that in mind. So yeah. well, and their their interaction as characters is what I liked. I, I, I know, thought, yeah, I thought yeah, you've said that two, several the two times. Act, two actors. You're really you're really hitting that one on the head. Yeah, I was yeah. I was really impressed with it because I went in this with no expectations. I was like, "All right, this is a lethal weapon. It's going to suck." But I was very impressed. All right, we've spent like ten I, minutes I on agree. lethal weapon. Let's move I on. I agree. It's natural. Okay. It feels natural. All right. All right. All right. All right. So yeah, lethal weapon and arrow are on Wednesdays. Thursdays we're moving on to uh, Legends of Tomorrow comes back on October thirteenth, and then Supernatural also same day. So that's pretty awesome. 
uh, first episode of Legends tomorrow has Oliver Queen in it, apparently. So, there you go. Woo! <laughs> uh, <laughs> Friday. Uh, Friday, we get the debut of MacGyver. That's tomorrow, actually. If you want to watch it. It's been getting some pretty shitty early reviews. I'm uh, going to watch it. I'm not. Uh, and also, I'm, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it now just because I thought Lethal Weapon was going to be so bad. And I like it so much. High five me, baby. High five me. Wi-Fi high five, Tom. Because it <clears> might be good. <throat> I've, I've got a whole new expectation with TV show because of Lethal Weapon. Well, this is different than Lethal Weapon because this is a TV show being rebooted to another TV show. Also on Friday, we get... Well, it's not even a real reboot. Isn't it like his son or something? Something like that, that, yeah. Was that the previous one? I think that was it. I'll look it up. But also debuting tomorrow is The Exorcist. Uh, I was a little excited for this movie until today when Hollywood Reporter uh, did an article about what executive producers and showrunners think of people who live tweet. And the executive producer of, or the, sorry, the showrunner of The Exorcist said, live tweeting is garbage for garbage people. Oh! Wow, how does he really feel? <laughs> Jesus. Um, but he would, Gosh, listen, God, listen, 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 I'm okay with it because he actually would go on Twitter later and apologize and say that's not what he meant. He said, fans, live tweeting is fantastic and it should be done because it helps build this, build the series and the fan base. What he doesn't like is when showrunners live tweet just for marketing purposes. He says, it doesn't make sense for me to come on and tell you, oh yeah, we shot these two scenes back to back, but in two different sets. He's like, nobody cares about that, is what he was saying. So I disagree with that though, because that's what I kind of like. I like when people do that and they tell you a little bit how a scene was made or why it was done that way. I, I enjoy the live no, tweeting. I think, I think he just I think he just open mouth inserted foot and now he's backpedaling. I don't so, know. I mean, I, the guy's I don't, entitled to his opinion. That, right. That's his profession. If he yeah. thinks it's unprofessional for people in his position to do that, that's totally fine. Yes. I mean, you don't have to be a dick about it. Right. But heard... don't use social media to criticize social media, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> MacGyver, by the way. I've heard good things about Exorcist, though. I, I've heard that it's actually got some good surprises that you're not anticipating, and it's got a good creep factor, even though it's on network television. Let's be honest here. These two shows are on a Friday night, and that's where shows go to die. So mm-hmm. let's uh, let's just be ready for these to be canceled in about three weeks. Uh, MacGyver, oh, MacGyver is on CBS, I believe. Let me see here. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a reboot. Yeah, uh, a reboot of an ABC series going over to CBS, uh, and it is a reboot. It is not a continuation. And the first episode is directed by James Wan. Ooh. That's right, James Wan of Saw, Conjuring, Insidious, Furious 7, (laughs) like that one. Oh my god, Tom, you and I, we're going to have to have a talk. I'm watching this. Yeah, I'm watching it. He's doing Aquaman too, by the way. So, I know. I'm, I'm. I'm all about it. That guy is awesome, by the way. If you haven't, if you haven't heard my whole rant on him, he's amazed balls. So, just saying. Okay, yeah, he's super balls. cool. I mean, I still. So he's behind it, but I still watched the trailer or a couple right. of different. Trailers it still looks like it still looks it like still crappy. Looks really bad. MacGyver. Yeah, it does not look good. Whereas I the, watched the, the trailer original, for the original, Macgr- the, the original MacGyver didn't look good either. I mean, what do you want for here? It wasn't good. Um, I watched yeah. the trailer. I watched the trailer for Lethal Weapon though, and I thought this could be good. I watched the trailer for the MacGyver reboot, even though I like Lucas Till, who is from X Men. 
uh, this does not look good. Okay, so. Tom, to to your argument, like just because the the first show, you, I guess you're saying it doesn't look good, right? So just because that show doesn't look good doesn't mean that we should give this show credit because it also doesn't look good. <laughs> like if they're coming out with the show, they need to make a quality show, and they have to make trailers that intrigue people and get people interested okay. and i know that there are people i know that there are people who are who are gonna love it because it's macgyver and there are people who are like well i'll give it a chance i mean you guys are giving it a chance that's awesome but i base it it's just like the ghostbusters thing right i saw a trailer mm-hmm. my reaction leaving it was well that doesn't look good or fun so i'm not super interested in it i'm not gonna go well the original show wasn't that great so i guess i'll give this a chance you know what i mean right. like just Again, because right. the source material isn't good, <clears throat> which I mean, I disagree because I, I really like the original MacGyver series, despite its weird, oh, me and too. ridiculous. Oh, it's premise. ridiculous, yeah. <laughs> um, it, but just because it wasn't the quality that you know Matlock was, <laughs> doesn't doesn't mean that I'm gonna give the show any more grace. Again, I go so, back. Right. I go back to the Buffy comparison. I don't know. I don't know if the movie was a cult classic. It shouldn't be. It was terrible. Uh, it is a cult classic. Okay, it shouldn't be. It's terrible. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the TV show was really well done because it was done in the creator's vision. Like, the movie got taken away from him by the studio and by the actors and stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. But then the studio got, you know, the, the network got to make the movie or the show they wanted to make. And so that's why that show was so successful. And it's been kind of like, I don't know, they're trying to do that again now. And we'll see if it works. The Exorcist, I thought, you know, all their movies, aside from the first one, were terrible. So we'll see what happens with the TV show. But then again, MacGyver, I don't know why this is happening. Like, I guess they want to try to get, you know, that hairstyle back in, the, in you know. In- I'm I'm hoping, and I'm probably totally wrong. I'm hoping they make fun of it. Like Austin Powers' this type MacGyver. I don't want a serious MacGyver like the original show. Because the original show tried to be serious. And it was so ridiculous that it was just fun. And it's made fun of for being ridiculous but fun i'd rather see a show i'd rather see mcgruber i'd rather see mcgruber as a show than a new MacGyver uh, show. Well, that's what i'm kind of hoping mcgyver is. it's not though it's a drama <laughs> so i i don't know maybe they'll poke fun at themselves in the first episode but i don't see it being like every episode is a joke i think it's <gasps> gonna be hard hard too now with like the internet and stuff because you can google things so it's not like we're gum entice a bomb to double in magnitude you know things just weird you know the macgyver things taking you know paper clips and i don't know i i think you're saying it would be easier to add for anybody to do well i not that it would be easier but i think it's going to be easier for people to debunk it whereas before like you know when i was a kid and macgyver was on <laughs> it seemed realistic like you can put you those don't. three things together and run a vehicle off of I it. I see what you know? you're saying because now you're like, "Oh, you can't do that." Oh, you yeah, can't but do that. I was, say, I was saying that back then, though. Realistic. You're not gonna make a bomb with a butterfinger wrapper. It's, Get it's all here. about suspending your disbelief. I mean, it's it's the same as suspending your disbelief to the point where Jack Bauer is the kind hey, of man who hey. can survive. Hey. You know, the shenanigans that he gets hey. into. Why, why Jack Bauer? Why Jack oh, Bauer? You could have gone to Fast yeah. and Furious. Those movies yeah. are all about Be- suspension Because he's of relevant. Because he's no. relevant. No. Stop it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> We're moving on. We're moving on. Uh, <laughs> since we didn't have a geek out last week, we can talk about it this week. There's a picture of Commissioner Gordon that got released on Batman Day. Uh, so there's that. 
or it was near Batman Day. So it, that happened. Looked pretty cool. It's just a picture. Is that for the movie or the show or for the comic or? For Justice League, the movie. For Justice League, the movie. Ah, for Justice League. Uh, it's Who's just a picture. him again? Uh, J. J.K. Simmons. Say, yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Super buff. <laughs> when he doesn't. I watched, pre- I watched a preview for a movie. It was uh, Owen Wilson and uh, what's the other? Jay's. No. Ed Helms. Zach Gallagher. Yeah. Nice. Where it's called Bastards. And J.K. Simmons, the best part is they're like, I think you're dead. I think you're our dad. And you hear him in the distance going, I cannot be these fucking guys. I'm like, oh, my God, I love J.K. Simmons. He's my favorite. He's awesome. What I a, agree with you. What a weird story. Um, <laughs> so, yes, <laughs> a picture of, of, of Jake, the first picture of J.K. Simmons as Commissioner Gordon, just a black and white picture of him standing by the. By the bat signal, not much to be taken from there, but everyone's freaking well, out. I feel like there is kind of something to take from it. It's black and, and that's white. The, He's the, wearing a hat. That picture, that still looks exactly like you would expect a Zack Snyder movie to look like, which is a little concerning to me. Black and white? No, no. Like the, you know, the, the tone that was used in it, um, the the atmosphere surrounding I Commissioner Gordon. It's, like, it's just a when picture. I saw it, when I saw it, <laughs> no, what, but... I, I, but you can't say that because Zack Snyder has a specific I, I, you know what I take it back you can say that but Zack Snyder has a specific style yeah, don't tell me what I can't right do. that is associated with his work <laughs> and you can see it you can see it in in his promotional material you can see it in the stuff that he leaks you can see it in his writing and you can see it when he releases stills from films like the Batman one right remember when he released that Batman picture and it was Ben Affleck in the suit and it was black and white that's exactly what he did here, and it looks like exactly the same thing to me. But he doesn't, you know, so, that one, that one is the sad Batman picture you're talking about, where everyone just made made fun of it, like with him standing by an empty swing set and just looking straight yeah. down. Yeah, this this Gordon doesn't look sad; he's just looking up. I'm not. I'm. It, it, it's not the emotion that that the actor or whatever is expressing. It's it's the surrounding. It's the environment in which that character is inhabiting hmm. right because bat i don't batman, I don't know. And batman v superman was a very dark dreary depressing movie because of the tone and because of the light that was used in the blue filter that they used when they released it and that's the feeling i got when i saw this like it bummed me out when i saw it i, I didn't think I, oh cool i already regret bringing it up because we're already spending too much time talking about a picture i there's no news there <laughs> i thought uh all right anyway um, this is kind of DCEU news, kind of TV news, but the season premiere of SNL will be hosted by Margot Robbie. So expect lots of suicide jokes. Oh, okay. Okay. Or no one. Uh, the trailer for Passengers came out this week, and I think it looks awesome. With Chris Pratt and That does look really Jennifer good. Lawrence. It looks, it looks, you know, refreshing, I guess, you know, it looks something new. Because it's not adapted from a book, I don't think, or a comic book. Well, even if it was, the concept of the story is is fresh. It's it's definitely not something that you've seen in that situation before. Like we've seen plenty of space movies, we've seen plenty of romantic movies, we've seen plenty of suspense, we've seen. They're doing a good tweak on it. I think it's awesome. If I hadn't already picked out a name for this episode, it would be It's Fresh. You've said that a lot tonight. <laughs> I know. It's fresh. It's totally fresh. It's fresh, yo. Fresh. Yo. Inviting. Um, 
She's so exciting to me. Uh, all, I, all I know is when this movie comes out, they better have a cameo of Harlan Williams waking up. <laughs> I got it. Anyone else? Yeah, I got yeah. it. Just Dave? I got it. Yeah. Just Dave. <laughs> all right, thanks, Dave. Anytime. It was a good poll. I got it. Uh, Power Ranger posters were revealed this week, so you got to see a little bit of the Zords with them sitting yes. sitting on top of them. And and this came out today in the greatest casting news ever. That's right. One half of the persons that voiced BB-8, Bill Hader, has been cast as the voice for Alpha 5. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. I was hoping Johnny would do an Alpha 5 impersonation. I'm Alpha Five. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping for the I I I. I'm Alpha Five. I'm in trouble with my voice. <laughs> wow, Alpha Five says I I I. That's Alpha Five on the Fritz. <laughs> Clearly, clearly fritzing out. All right, um, that's all I got for news that I thought was any good to talk about. Uh, it wasn't a lot of good stuff, really, to be honest. Oh, oh no! Power Ranger stuff is good stuff, buddy. I mean, there wasn't a lot of big news this week. It was pretty mundane as far as news goes. That's a good thing, though. It makes us focus on the things that we love naturally. Mm. Even still, spent forty-five minutes on all that garbage. Anyway, all right. So, a question I have for all of you: <laughs> Down on the episode, buddy. It's I'm not fun. on. The, I'm not down on the episode. I'm down on the news. It has nothing uh, to do with the episode. Okay. The news. news all right. Good. All right, so the question I pose to each one of you, and we'll go around the around the room, so to speak. Uh, it's a two-part question. We'll start with part one. Which character, uh, which DC, Marvel, um, which character has the best villains rogues gallery? What now? Which, which Jenny can play. Explain that question. Which character has the best villains? Okay. Which character is the best villain? Which character which has the best? Which character has the best villains? Give me an example because I'm Batman crazy. has the Joker, Riddler, uh, all those other ones. <laughs> I don't want to say too many because then I might be weighing your your decision. Just when you when you think we know of what Johnny, we know what Johnny's gonna say. Well, yeah, let's not talk about it until he says it. But you know so when, they have the, the certain superheroes: Superman, Batman, Flash, Green Lantern. Uh, Wolverine, uh, Captain America, Iron Man, they all have a certain set of vi- villains that are just for them typically. Does it have to be does it have to be DC or Marvel? I can't think of a single other no, superhero. Well, not. I mean image, no, I guess. Jenny, no, not. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. You guys go ahead. I I No, Jenny, you're on a you're on a path there. Go. No, uh, you got to give me a minute cuz I'm st- I've just got my head around the question. <laughs> I've got an answer, David. I knew you did. Tom, you'll be happy to hear that you are correct in your assumptions. I think that the Flash Black Lightning. Has the best. No. Oh. <laughs> no. Well, Black Lightning has, like, what? Rubber made man? I have no idea what Black Lightning is. Yeah, somebody made a rubber, I'm sure. <laughs> Someone with, like, rubber made gloves and boots. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, a grounded umbrella tip. Uh <laughs> No, the Flash, the Flash, of course, and and they're not only do I think that they're the best, they're also my favorite, which is probably one reason why I think they're the best. I will not deny that there is a little bit of bias in that, well, exp- but I am a huge fan of the the uniqueness that exists within the Flash's Rogues Gallery, um, specifically the Rogues themselves. But I like that it's not just the Rogues. I like that you know 
that the the rogues kind of exist as their own unit and they have come into conflict with other villains of the flash um like characters like the like reverse flash uh or professor zoom and zoom you know those are all like their own individual villains that aren't necessarily tied into the the you know the rogues gallery and they've also extended out and influenced a lot of events that have transpired within the dc universe um and and been there for kind of key moments uh specifically during and again i've said this before i've been rereading rogues revenge during the final crisis event with libra uh running the secret society supervillains and trying to essentially take over the world and one of the things he specifically says is we need the rogues on our team because they're the ones used to dealing with a speedster uh and we're definitely going to have speedsters involved so i know i've been ranting going on for a little bit but i think they're very um colorful I think that they're a lot of fun. I think that they're super relatable. Uh, I think that the, their powers are, are are interesting and unique. And I really enjoy... I, I think when you get to a point where you like reading a story just about those villains, that that they sort of take over and they're more than just villains. They're more than just the rogues or a rogues gallery. They They're characters like fleshed out characters that exist in this universe and there you go sorry i'm done that's it no i liked it i liked it it was a good sell it's a very good sell <laughs> all right you. i'm gonna go go ahead jenny tom well, tom go thing, yeah you go because well, mine is weird and go tom i've got two i've got a backup but you go tom well i'm gonna go with batman because the i don't can't call it a rogue gallery, but the bat villains. Yeah, you can. Uh, Joker is the the epitome of the villain in the whole DC universe because that is the guy. Nobody wants to deal with him. But I like to equate a lot of it where, from what I've read, I think some of the villains are Batman's personality to to the other side because you have Joker who is the the opposite. Penguin, who is always, you know, about the money, because I think that's the part of the Wayne side of him. It's always about the money. Scarecrow is the fear, which Batman breathes fear. I think uh, Mr. Freeze, it's the ice cold, where you have the ice cold in the veins. I think I think that just every villain, to me, breathes something out of Batman. I don't know if anybody believes that or understands what I'm saying. But I think every villain is a part of who Batman is. I agree. I totally get what you're saying. I like that. I totally like that I, that direction. Yeah. Thumbs up, Tom. All right. Now, Jenny. <laughs> Do you have one, Dave? Yep. But go, Jenny. Okay. Well, mine's <laughs> weird because I don't read really any DC or Marvel. So I'm I'm an image girl. But you know of and... the universes. I know of the universes, yeah. And I mean, I would have chose Batman or Superman just because they're the ones that I know the most about. Um, but I've been catching up on Invincible. Have you guys read that? No, that but I know. I've read some of it. It's, yeah, it's, it's really it's a good. Man. It's it's the same guy who writes The Walking Dead. It's really fun. It's really awesome. But he's got this, well, he's got a lot of villains. Um, but there's this one called Thrag that is awesome he's just as like because i don't really take him as like a super bad guy but his whole meaning of wanting to kill mark is it makes sense 
it totally makes sense on why he wants to kill Invincible, you know, but he, it, it, he still wants to kill the suit, you know, the superhero of the story. So it makes him a bad guy. They're just really, really, really cool layered comic like characters in the book. Um, there's another one called, um, Oh, what's the chick's name? I'm drawing a blank. Um, and I'm probably going to butcher it. I think it's like Anisia. It's like, a-N-I-S-A or something like that. She's really badass. Like, it's got this really cool... There, there's obviously, like, cliche bad guys, too. But I think Thrag and Conquest are probably the best things because Invincible kind of... It's such a polar opposite. And I think when you have a superhero comic, you have to have a yin and a yang to make it work. And there's such great opposites if that makes sense but that's a horrible like i suck at this question because i well i don't think you understood it um rogues gallery is all of their villains who has the best grouping of villains that they have to fight against not just who has the best like arch nemesis well i i I would still you know stay true i mean i, I, I think go, like, i think that answer is totally valid i'm okay with it has a lot of interesting yeah villains. right i'm okay with the answer i just didn't think because she only mentioned two names so i thought maybe you misunderstood the question well no 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 there's there's a ton i mean i there's probably 20 plus villains throughout the 100 plus comics that are out now but i'm only on 47 so slow down i've only been introduced to maybe five or six of them but they're awesome I was going to I was going to totally go on a side one and just do the Walking Dead because you can have there are a ton of villains to to Rick Grimes like a ton you've got the governor you've got the uh the warriors you've got the whispers you've got I mean you've got those the walkers in of themselves you've got Shane I mean that's but the biggest that's part of that is those die but do they yes <laughs> the Walking Dead. They, they still die. No, like you don't see yeah, Shane Shane's anymore. They, yeah, they died. <laughs> you know what I mean? But they're still villains. I mean, yeah, they died. You know, no. Are we talking about immortal villains? Like they well, will seemingly, talk- seemingly these rogues galleries for like Batman, Superman, they are seemingly immortal because they have not well, died. Well, then you needed to put that. You needed to tell me they had to be immortal, can't die villains. They, Jerry, you're not. You're not missing. You're missing the point. <laughs> they're not actually immortal. They're not actually immortal. It's just in the books, they never die. I think you did good with yours. Yeah, you really? were fine. You were fine with Invincible. I don't think The Walking yeah. Dead wouldn't really count. But so yeah, the, best, the, the Invincible best ones. villain ever is Negan. Woohoo! Sorry. Okay. Please, please continue, Dave. Um, I would say Batman. You're a great epic villain mashup. Uh, I would say Batman, but also since since Tom did say Batman, I will say Spider Man. Spider Man has a huge rogues oh, yeah. gallery uh, that it can, I think can only be rivaled by Batman or Flash. I think those those are the top three um, in superhero caped comic book rogues galleries. Yeah, I never really thought about it, but you're right. Yeah. Um, and again, that's coming from a non-Spider-Man fan. So, I think, uh, and I agree with you. I think another one up there would be like the X-Men as a group. Their villains are are very. I consider, yeah, I consider them layered. too. Yeah, I considered that as well um, when I was thinking about it earlier today. Um, I also considered Darkwing Duck's Rogues Gallery. Um, <laughs> oh, of course, yeah, <laughs> this guy. He's got this a fairly, guy. 
a fairly nice rogues gallery that rivals the Flash rogues. Oh, of course. Can you name yeah. any of them without looking them up? Quacker Jack. Oh, that's my favorite. You took my favorite one. <laughs> yep. Quacker Jack. Oh, shoot. Who was the plant guy? Oh, um. Oh, dang it. I had them all listed. Uh, there was, oh, Bushroot. Bushroot. That's what it was. Uh, Moliardi, of course, was like the opposite. Um, Tuscarini, Tusker, Tuscarini. Oh, what about Morgana? She was kind of a villain at first, and then, and then oh, they, like, yeah. date or something, right? Uh, Negaduck. Negaduck, yeah. And the Liquidator. Was that his name, the Liquidator? Yeah, he was just all all water. Looked like a dog okay, with yeah, water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> all, right. all right. So that was enough fun. All right, so the second part of this question is, of the rogues gallery you chose, which of those villains has the best chance inside that, that rogues gallery? To either defeat slash kill their nemesis. Ooh. Interesting. I'm going to go with Negaduck. He can kill Darkwing Duck. Um. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. You, you think about it. I am thinking I think about I already, it. I think I already answered mine. I wouldn't. Um, I didn't understand the question. <laughs> So I guess so. There's a conundrum in that the rogues won't kill. That's why I said Flash. defeat. That's why I said defeat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All so right. I knew but I knew you were coming together, on together, but you're but you're talking about on their own, right? Like which one? Individual. Which what? Yeah. Which singular um, okay. of member of the of the rogues gallery would defeat or kill that superhero? Okay. I've I've got an answer right off the bat, but I feel like I've got a better one if I think about it. So right, right. off the bat, until I give it more thought, I would say Zoom, not Professor Zoom, whose power is also based on the Speed Force, but Zoom Wally West's Reverse Flash, whose mm. speed power is based on time, okay, and is infinitely faster than Wally West, and only chooses not to kill Wally just to kind of like cripple his uh, family ties. Interesting. All right, Tom. Uh, oh, it's a tough one. Joker's an easy answer, but but it's an easy one I can defeat. Yeah, he wouldn't kill Batman. Re- rephrase the question again. Which of your which villain in that rogues gallery that you chose has the best chance to either defeat or kill their nemesis, aka Batman? Okay. Now, yeah, in I, your case, in your case, it would be kill because those villains do kill. Yeah, and I didn't I didn't mention him in this, but Red Hood. I think Red Hood would be the one because well pre pre new fifty two, whatever they're doing. But yeah, I think Red Hood for me because he just needed clarity. If he's gonna he's gonna have to kill one. It's gonna either be Joker or Batman. So I think he would be the one to make the make the choice. I think uh, actually Riddler could do it. And and that's one of the reasons why he's my favorite Batman villain is because the the really the only thing holding him back is his OCD. His his inability to just outright kill the only man in the world who he considers a rival. But he needs to he needs that guy there to complete his riddles. They mm-hmm. with, with nobody left. I am Yeah, surprised. but that's what I'm saying is that he could. I he just he just can't, I guess. Right. I'm right. surprised he, you didn't say Deathstroke. I, but 
I'm still not stuck on Deathstroke being a total Batman villain. Yes, Deathstroke could, but and he would, but you know what I mean. He's become more of a Batman villain than anything else. Yeah, as the games have progressed and all that. Well, but, I mean, he hasn't yeah. been a Teen Titans villain since, like, 1981. I think there are anti-grown-ass adults out there trying to kill, like, straight-up kill, murder, assassinate children in comics. And, st- and still be able to have the character be as popular as he is. Right. Right. All right, Jenny. I'm going to still go with Thrag. Because he would, he's, well, he's lost to <laughs> to Mark in many of things. But, I mean, the only thing his species or whatever you want to have against him is, like, if you have, like, radio waves, it gives them headaches and can blow up their brains. That's the only thing. So unless Invincible just carries around some frequency things, I don't think he can ever beat him. And they live forever. Like, his race lives forever, so he learns every time he fails. So eventually he will kill him. That's my two cents. Well All played. Right. And well explained. Uh, I feel like almost all of the rogues in Spider-Man's rogues gallery could kill him um, on a good day. I will pick one, though, and it's going to be Carnage. I agree. Yep. <laughs> uh, I, I understand. I'm I'm thinking about it. Um, and, and like Doc Doc uh, Doc Ock actually did it though. Right, right. That's why I that's why I avoided him because oh. he did it, but he's also not dead anymore. So mm, okay, okay. But Doc Ock would be my first. I I feel he's more of his like straight up like he's his Joker type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's his straight up nemesis, and if anybody's going to do it, which he did, it would be Doc Ock. But I thought that was too easy of an answer, so I went outside mm-hmm. the norm. I, I honestly think I think I really think Green Goblin could do it. I think Kingpin could do it. I think um, uh, uh, Venom could do it. If that it depends on which Venom we're talking about now, because there's been like 18 of them now. Uh, so. Um, I picked Carnage because he's already like a crazy serial killer with the powers of the symbiote. So it's like just amplified and he's, you know, part, you know, spider ability type, that kind of thing. So I think he would stand a good chance of killing Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I got that. I agree with you. Uh, maybe Mysterio or Sandman. They couldn't do it. Uh, they're not killers. I well, don't think Shocker can do it. And they suck too. It's more my point fact that they're not killers didn't really cross my mind oh no <laughs> i would love it if mysterio is in one of these movies and that's stan lee's cameo like he turns into stan lee for a second <laughs> and that's his cameo and then turns back into mysterio or something or not mysterio mm. uh uh who's that dude shape-shifting guy is he called shapeshifter i don't know uh chameleon chameleon that's it yeah yeah that's who i was thinking of i was looking at mm. a picture of mysterio but i was thinking of chameleon from the animated series with the white head. Well, the only the only one I can think of that would kill him if you got outside of the character was Craven. He's a hunter. Why wouldn't you kill him? He would kill him. I don't think he could though. Right. Right. Because I mean, Spider Man beats him with his with just his, his spidey sense. Oh. His instant, pure natural instincts. All right. If you want to get in, another... he is he is the hunter. He would be the one to actually kill him. If he if he could, yeah, you know. right. But I don't think he can. 
is my point. <laughs> anyway, anyway, that's our conversation for the night. If you want to join in and tell us who you think is got the best rogues gallery, hit us up on Twitter or on Facebook and let us know. Join the conversation. Also tell us who you think would kill Spider-Man, Batman, Invincible, or The Flash. Uh, you can choose whichever Flash you want. Let us know what you think. Um, Johnny. Yes. You host a podcast. Tell us all about it. Oh, thank you, Dave. Uh, my buddy Randy and I, we do Just Two Pals, where we're just two pals. We chat about a bunch of junk and stuff. <laughs> and uh, we have a good time. And we both love to talk about the things that we love. Stuff and junk. Junk and, oh, and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah, and the stuff. Uh, you know, we're on Atomic Geekdom, and then we're also on uh, iTunes and Google Play and uh, Satchel now. And we're on Twitter at just two pals. If you want to hit us up and chat Mountain Dew, you can reach me directly on Twitter at Johnny Wellens. If you want some more of this great promotional stuff that I do for you for free. So if I were to Google junk and stuff, would it come up? Just at two pals. Google. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that'd be awesome. I'm going to find awesome. out right now. Junk yeah. and stuff. Let's see. Ah, uh, no, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. Junkin' stuff on Facebook. Hey, you're lucky it didn't come up with some X-rated stuff. Oh. Oh. Ooh. All right. Am- All right, Johnny, anything else you Ooh. want to tell us about the Just Two Pals? Uh, we did an episode recently where Randy and I played Smash Brothers, and it was a very different type of episode for us because uh, I couldn't focus. <laughs> But uh, but we still had a, a fun time and and uh, we're actually starting a series. Um, well, I don't know if it's only going to be on our pal rounds or just the regular show, but we're going to start talking about the rogues kind of individually. We did one already about Captain Boomerang. I think the next one we're going to do are like some of the lesser known villains who the top. maybe became rogues. No, the top will get his own. Don't worry. Oh, um, oh. this one's going to be a I mixture was, of. I was worried. Of, yeah, no, 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 no. The top deserves a whole episode. But we're going to do a mixture of some of the villains like uh, Blacksmith, Tar Pit, oh, sure. Girder, Double Down, Murmur, kind of all those ones that didn't get a whole lot of play, became interesting on their own, and they're Murmur technically got a, rogues. He got his own episode. So did Girder. That would be cool. Yeah, but, but I'm saying they, they oh, were I know, like I know, I know. prominent rogues. Right. Members. No, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Sure. Oh, wait, are you talking about on the TV shows? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They did have one with Murmur. Wasn't he on Arrow? Uh, yeah. Or was he on Flash? I can't remember. Boy, I'm having a hard time. I think he was on the Flash. Okay. But I distinctly right. remember him because he couldn't talk. Like, his mouth was sewn shut. Yeah, yeah, he yes. sews his mouth shut. But yeah. he actually wears a mask over that, too. So, you know, then yeah. the mask has a mouth sewn shut. <laughs> so all kind of those lesser-known rogues, maybe, or, or ones that showed up towards the end of Jeff John's run on the Flash. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll focus on those. And we're gonna work on our way up, you know. We'll 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 eventually end with kind of the you know the top, the top four or five that everyone know. But uh, just chatting yeah, about stories and what you like. Yeah, about stories, yeah. kind of who they are, who's taking up the mantle. Like a lot of people didn't know that there's been a second Captain Boomerang and and that kind of stuff. So it's sure. just fun reminiscing. And both Randy and I love the Rogues. Um, you know, we think that they're really, they're really fun, interesting characters. And they're one of the reasons why I read Flash or did read Flash. Do you get into the storyline from Infinity Crisis? We did a little bit. Yeah. And it depends on the character. I mean, if they had a real significant, you know, poignant role. Captain Boomerang. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked Captain Boomerang. Yeah. Um, Identity Crisis, we talked about him That's what lot. I meant. I'm sorry. I said Infinity oh, okay. Crisis. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's cool. Yeah. cool. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Identity Crisis, he played a, a big pivotal role, so he spent some time on him. And Blackest Night and Brightest Day, he played He played mm-hmm. a pretty big role, and his son played a semi-big role, so. Cool. cool. Yeah, we just, uh, we're, we're going to be talking about the rogues. Just two and, pals uh, oh, palling around about rogues. Just, just two pals, and we talk about movies and comics and tv shows and other and, <laughs> and comics and and the refreshing taste of mountain dew hey if you're having a rough day if you're if your life is hectic if you're a mom on the go like me then you need something that's gonna brighten your day and make you feel like every it's worth living try mountain dew voltage and that'll give you the spark make sure you, you get, get another one in back you. in your marriage make sure you get another one in you before you start to crash Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely don't fall asleep after you drink a Mountain Dew Voltage. That's not healthy. Not good for you. <laughs> right. Make sure to always have a Mountain Dew Voltage going in and out, is what I always say. <laughs> all right, Tom, Tom, you host the second podcast. What's that all about? I uh, do. It's uh, Ringside Geeks. We talk about wrestling. Anything you want to talk about. We can do old school. We can do new school. We can do now. We can do later. Who cares? It's me, this guy, Dave. And our sweet lady Monroe, who knows everything about everything. That's right. Our last episode was about the cruiserweight championship and and all that good stuff. It was a Tomless episode, but we we had him it there. Was. We had him there in spirit. In the next episode, we'll probably chat post uh, Clash of Champions or something like that. We'll figure it out. Uh, but we're on we're on Twitter at Ringside Geeks. If you want to follow us there, Jenny, Dave, you're still with us. Good. Uh, Jenny has. I couldn't take it anymore. (laughs) Jenny is responsible for the two most popular YouTube videos on our YouTube channel, youtubecom Geekdom. Go over there, give us a subscribe, give us a couple thumbs up, all that good YouTube jargon. Uh, I'm gonna have to start learning. Uh, But what did you do at Paley? What have I? Oh, I. I, Well, you heard me raving about Lethal Weapon. Like, it was awesome. You guys should check it out. No matter what you thought, it's better than what you thought. It's really good. Yeah, it is. Um, but I had a complete panic attack trying to interview Bruce Campbell because it's Bruce fucking Campbell and Lee Majors, the freaking $6 million man. So, yeah, my my bucket list, I don't know if it could have anything else that it needs to cross off. It was pretty spectacular. There you go. So, yeah. And it's not up yet, but I've got some cool, no dialogue, but some cool videos from the Long Beach Comic Con that's going to be posting up soon. There you go. And if you don't go to our YouTube, it is on the website, AtomicGeekdom.com. You can find it all there on the front page, AtomicGeekdom.com. All right. That's it. AtomicGeekdom. Oh, yeah. There you go. Right. An exact (laughs) quote from Ted Raimi. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) All right, that's our show this week. Thanks again for listening. Please leave us a review on iTunes if you got a minute or two. It really helps out the show. Also, go ahead and go over and subscribe to Just Two Pals while you're at it if you haven't done so already. Uh, you can do so on iTunes and Google Play and Satchel Player, all that good stuff. Also, Ringside Geeks. And how about those two broke pals? Oh, I'm sorry. Two broke geeks. They almost... Oh. <laughs> there, there was talk of stealing your name. Um, oh, you done gone did it now. <laughs> no, the two broke geeks. <laughs> subscribe to those guys as well. They're a lot of fun. 
and uh, yeah, that's our show. I will once again secede the microphone to Jenny so that she has the last word. And this week, the last word is... Fresh. <laughs>